Okay, yesterday I promised you that I was going to teach you a piece of Rabbi Yisrael and Rabbi Yisrael's Mahalach in the Sugi of Metoich Shalai L'Shmo Bo L'Shmo. This is in Mikhtav Choftes. This is in the 29th Maimer. Maimer Choftes. Mikhtav Choftes. Even though most of the Sefer is actually letters that Rabbi Yisrael Salanta wrote to his Talmidim, but Mikhtav Choftes, that's why in some Svarim it's called Maimer Choftes, was actually not a letter. It was actually an article written in Hatvuna. So it was written in a little different style that was open to the general public. Meaning, in his regular letters, Rabbi Sosalanta wrote letters to his students, and his students understood what he was saying. He was relating messages to his students. Much harder to read them. However, there's a few ma'amorim here in the Sefer or Yisrael, which are actually written as articles to all of the B'nai Torah in Litta. And this is one of them. Okay? And in this Maimur Choftes, Rabbi Sol Salanter is going to teach us a mahalach in the sugi of Matoich Shalei L'shmo, Bo L'shmo. Powerful, powerful, deep words of Rabbi Sol. So he starts off with a Mishnah Masechet Avot. Kol ha'amelim imatzibur whoever works with the public, you have to work with them, okay, before I go into the mime, I have to just give you a little background here, not so, because there's very deep stuff happening, okay, so, this Rabbi Sol Salanta that's brought down in Chochmol Musa, which means on the altar from Kelm, brings down Rabbi Sol, which is a little bit different than what it says over here in Maimur Chavtes. Now it could be Maimur Chavtes is giving a mahalach, but I'll try to explain that to you. Because in, in Chochmo Musa, in Maimur Reish Membeis, he brings down from Admor Zal, meaning he's bringing from his Rebbe, which is Rabbi Sol Salante, Kol It says whoever works with the Tzibu has to work with them L'Shem Shemayim. So he says, why dafka oiskim minatzibor? You always have to be l'shem shemayim. Everything you have to do l'shem shemayim. You have to eat l'shem shemayim. You have to sleep l'shem shemayim. Everything you have to do l'shem shemayim. So why does the Mishnah say, dafka oiskim minatzibor? You have to be oisik l'shem shemayim. So basically, Rabbi Shol Salanta says, because in all other situations, the madrega of l'shem shemayim is a madrega. It's something you can reach to. It's possible to do it shaloi l'shem shamayim, and then you get to l'shem shamayim. However, when it comes to working with the tzibor, if you don't do it 100% l'shem shamayim, it's going to be mikulkal. It's not going to work. It means there's no matarch shaloi l'shmo over here. Over here you have to be 100% l'shem shamayim. That's the mimer here in uh, Alta from Kel. We're going to see in Rabbi Sol Salante that we're going to read right now, He's going to give you a mahalach how to work with the Shalai L'Shem Shemaim, even with the Oiski Minat Zibor. Just interesting, I remember when I was first starting out as a Rebbe, way back when, um, we were opening a yeshiva, me and Rabbi Diamond together, we were opening a yeshiva and deal at the time. And there was a certain rabbi who came to interview us, so to speak, because he had students and he was thinking of you know, question if we should back the yeshiva or not. And he came down to interview us, and he asked Rabbi Diamond a question which was a little bit uh, below the belt, so to speak. But 
the answer Rabbi Darwin gave him was something that I learned from tremendously. He told him, what do you need a yeshiva for? You're a busy man, you have Elan High School, and you have a Kolel, and you're Isaac with the Tzibu. Like, what do you need it for? Such a type of question. It's not a nice question to ask him, but that's what he asked him. So Rabbi Diamond told him over this Rabbi Saul Salanter, and he said, he said a very deep thing. He says, when it comes to the Tzibu life, the only cheshbon you can have is L'Shem Shemayim. You cannot have any personal cheshbon whatsoever. Because if you have any personal agenda, it will be a failure. It has to be 100% L'Shem Shemayim. And he said, this is Rabbi Diamond's words, he said, although it's possible in my private life, I'm not at the Madrega to eat L'Shem Shemayim, and sleep L'Shem Shemayim, and do everything L'Shem Shemayim. However, since Oisik Minat requires... As a tenai koidim lamaisa to be matzliach, it requires to be l'shem shemayim. Then it's possible that Hashem should give a person the shemayim to be a hundred percent l'shem shemayim when it comes to working with the tzibur. And therefore, even if he's not a hundred percent l'shem shemayim in his private life, he could still be one hundred percent l'shem shemayim in his tzibur life. But that was a very, very big um, lesson for me. I was a young man in my twenties, starting off as a rebbe. And that conversation taught me a lot. That if you ever want to be matzliach in your tzibur life, if you're not 100% l'shem shemayim, it's not going to be nagay. I, you're young. I have a lot to grow in l'shem shemayim, being l'shma, toiru, mitzvahs, and uh, and all other areas of Yahweh's Hashem, it takes a lot to be l'shem shemayim. But since... This is a Tanai. You cannot be Matzlech with the Tzibah without L'Shem Shemayim. And you, you want to be L'Shem Shemayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give you Siyat and the Shemayim to be L'Shem Shemayim. Now, we're going to see in this letter that that's not such a simple thing to be L'Shem Shemayim when it comes to the Tzibah. It's a very complex thing to be L'Shem Shemayim. And, you know, most of you are not being Oisik Mitzvah Tzibah today, so it's hard for you to relate but <clears throat> I just want to show you in in the in a Balmusra's uh, eyes what this avoid of being l'shem shemayim is, and how careful one has to be if he is oisik imatzibo that he has to be l'shem shemayim. I want to read you a little bit from Reb Chatzkel in Midas. Powerful, powerful words that Reb Chatzkel says in Midas, just to show you how complex a human being is, and he could think he's doing mitzvahs and ma'asim tovim. But at the same time, he really has to watch that Yetzirah. So, <clears throat> Rab Chatzkel is in the Sefer Or Yechaskel, in Midas, on page Resh Lamed Zion, if you want to walk, walk, look it up. So he's going on Rab Nechunye Ben Akone, you know, in the beginning of your Gemarot, it's printed a tefillah from Rab Nechunye Ben Akone, okay? So for this he says, "Be yitziato mau omed." When Rabbi Nachunya ben Akana finished learning every day, what did he say? Moide ani lefonecho. I thank you, Hashem, Hashem elokai, she sam techelki miyoshvei beis hamedrash. You made me a, a person who was able to sit in bet midrash. Velo sam techelki miyoshvei kronis, and you didn't make me from the people that sit at street corners. So superficially, it means I'm not a bum. I'm not a Yoshev Kronos. Yoshev Kronos is the guys who sit at the street corners making jokes and talking vulgar language. Right? You didn't make me that guy. You made me a guy who could sit and learn a base match. 
Rashi says it doesn't mean that you're a low person of society. Yoshev Kronos means a person who's a businessman. What does it mean he's a low person, he's a businessman? It means a person who has a maladjustment of values. He's a person who thinks that life is about making money and about having covered. So he puts all his energy in his life into making money and all that. That's called a chenvani. He could be a serious guy. But he's also a Yoshev Kronos. So that's what we're talking about. The contrast is, I could have been a person who's busy making money all day and looking for honor and to be famous and whatever. That's a chenveni. It could be serious. doesn't mean I'm a vulgar person sitting at the street corner drinking bottles out of paper bags, talking uh, bad language. doesn't mean that. It means I'm a serious guy. But I have a maladjustment of values in life, right? Okay. Continues Reb Chatzka. Listen to this. Behind People that are not working and they're just hanging out. My life is dedicated to spirituality. I'm so lucky that I'm able to see the truth and have the ability that I should spend my life in spirituality. And I'm very thankful to Hashem for that. <clears throat> but you have to know, <laughs> Do not think, this is a Balmusser's way of looking at things, that it means that you happen to sit in the base Medrash all day amongst B'nai Torah. Don't think that's what it means. Shebe'emet, <laughs> It's possible. Yitachen. The Adam Yoshev be Yeshiva. A guy sitting in Yeshiva, the Adayin Eno Elochenveni, and he's still a Chenveni. Hagami sitting in Yeshiva. He's still a Chenveni. Watch what he says. Ki Yoshev Beis Amedjish, Abir Shemahusu, Metziusu, Yehudi Shel Beis Amedjish. What it means, Yoshev Beis Amedjish means, he's a Beis Amedjish Jew. It defines a person. It's a certain self-definition of a person that is a ben Torah. We talk about that all the time. It's not just that you are sitting in yeshiva punkt right now. You have to see yourself as a different type of person. A person whose pursuit and what's important to him in life and what's his main thing in life is working on himself and becoming closer to Hashem. It's a different mindset. It's not just your punk grada in Bismarck. Now watch what it says. Listen to this. V'zochreini, and I remember, Shamashkiach demir zatzal. He's talking about Rabbi Rucham. Rabbi Rucham said, Sheyitachen, it's possible. V'ye Rosh Hashiva v'uchenveni. You could be a Rosh Hashiva. And you're teaching Torah. And you have a Yeshiva. And you have a Koil. And you're also a businessman. Right? V'av yitochen mashkiach. Ha'oisik b'yir shamayim. The guy's a mashkiach. He gives shmuzes all day. And he's a businessman. It's not real by him. Powerful words of a mashkiach. This is impossible. That the guy is in this, this is the business he's in. He's not good at selling shoes. He's not a good retailer or wholesaler. He's not a good uh, production guy. He knows how to say sforas. That's what he does. So it gives him a living. It gives him a good name. 
It gives him a purpose in life. And therefore what? He's being a Rosh Hashiva and the business that he's doing happens to be Torah. So that's not Oisiki Matzibu L'Shem Shemayim. Because if it's going to come a situation where it's going to conflict what's better for the student or what's better for his business, he's going to do what's better for his business. It's possible the guy gives schmoozes and he teaches in Yona Yerushalayim and he himself is only doing it so he can get covered. That's how strong a Musa looks at things. When Rabbi Nechunim ben Akana said, I thank Hashem that I'm Yerushalayim based Medrash, it means I thank Hashem that I have the right mindset in the base Medrash. Not just that I'm practically sitting in base Medrash. I have the mindset of base Medrash. That I am a person who is searching for the truth. I'm a person who is li- looking to live a elevated lifestyle. I'm a person who is doing, working with the tzibur and understanding that this is a shlichus of Hashem to build people. It's not about me. It's about them. It's not about me. That's a big level, right? So, so it's not an easy thing to do. Especially when you're Isaac Mitzrach Yitzhibur. Because you get COVID, because of different things, you know, it's very easy to forget that you have to be L'Shem Shemaim. And it's not easy to be L'Shem Shemaim. Because not easy to be L'Shem Shemaim is you have to be able to do things that are better for the tzibur, which is, may not be better for you. You understand? A lot of mysterious nefesh involved. That's the needy thing. So basically, going back to the original Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael said, in the, the, the altar brought down Rabbi Yisrael, to be successful with your tzibur life, it's a necessity to be L'Shem Shemaim. If you're not L'Shem Shemaim, you're going to fail ultimately. Okay? That was the first part. But this is all a hagdoma to what we're going to read over here in Maimur Chavtes, where Rabbi Saul is going to give us a mahalach of Because at the end of the day, it's very hard to be 100% L'Shem Shemayim. And you need a mahalach of So he's going to give us a mahalach of here. Okay, you ready? And this is going to be negay even to you guys, who may not today be Oisek but you have to have a mahalach of how to become a L'Shem Shemayim person. You ready? So here we begin. Anybody who works with people in the tzibur has to be l'shem shemayim. Now listen to Rabbi Yisrael's diuk. The Mishnah doesn't say that when you work with the tzibur, your kavon has to be l'shem shemayim. It says you have to work l'shem shemayim, not the kavon l'shem shemayim. Let me explain it. I understand the oymik here. He says, We mentioned this before. It says in the Gemara, based on the Pesach, Basically, is the Gemara that we mentioned in the past. That the Gemara says that Hashem wants you to work l'shem shemayim l'shma, and if you don't work l'shma, the Gemara says kolaisa shaloi l'shma noyach loy shaloi nivra would have been better off if you weren't born. And Taisus asks a kasha. It says in Psachim loy lom yasay called the material of the mitzvah afilu shaloi l'shma shemetoich shaloi l'shma bal l'shma. That from the lo l'shma comes the l'shma. Good. That was Tyson's steerer between the Gemaras. Rabbi Shosalant is going to say a mahalach, which I think is a very, very 
deep mahalach, and we're going to try to bring out the amkis of what he's saying. Fascinating stuff. Yeshli Yashiv Kushyosim says the holy Rabbi Sosalam. Dehine bechol mitzvah yesh gedorim mukbolim boivin asiyosa alpi al talmud vaapoiskim. He basically says like this. Every mitzvah has many details to it and many uh, rules like exactly how to do it. Right? You take a lulav. The lulav has a bunch of laws about it. It has to be yours. It can't be yavesh. It can't be dry. It has to be uh, not nifritzu alav, nifritzu alav. Right? You learn the Mishnah. the Sukkah about all the rules of the Lulav. The Arava has its rules. The Hadassim have its rules. The Esrig has its rules. Right? There's a lot of Pratim. And if you follow the exact rules of what it says, then you're Mekayim de Mitzvah. But if you don't follow the rules, so there's different levels. Sometimes you can be Bidiyevid Mekayim de Mitzvah. And sometimes when you break the rules even more, then you're not Mekayim de Mitzvah at all. Right? So let's say it in different terms. What, doing the mitzvah according to the halacha means you're doing it kifi the ratzon Hashem. Okay, I'm going to explain to you why I'm using these words. The ratzon Hashem is like this. Now, says Rabbi, Rabbi Salanter, but sometimes your netia means your ratzon and the mitzvah's ratzon, meaning Hashem's ratzon, are going to conflict with each other. For example, let's say I want kavod. So if I have a beautiful esrig, gorgeous, most nicest esrig possible, I'm going to get a lot of kavod for it, right? But the only way I can get it is if I steal it. That's the only way I can get it, right? It's not lachem. Or I can tell the guy, yeah, I'll pay you later for it, but I don't really plan on paying him later. It doesn't have to be a geneva where you climbed into the guy's uh, store and stole it, you know? But I didn't do it kahaloch. It's not lachem. It's not yours, right? So here the kavon of shaloy l'shma, meaning to do the mitzvah for my own benefit, conflicts with the halacha, with the rotzon Hashem, right? Conflicting. So if I accept upon myself never ever to break the halacha under any circumstances, right? So even though my kavon is not l'shem shemayim. But if I, if I accept under all circumstances to follow the halacha, there's gonna come some times that me, my midas and the halacha are gonna have friction. And by me not giving into my will and breaking my will to do the mitzvah halacha will ultimately change me. That's Rabbi Shoslan is saying a deep thing. He's not saying that it's automatically when you touch Shalai Lashma and you do mitzvah Shalai Lashma, eventually you'll be Lashma. No, that's not the bond. Rabbi Shoslan is saying touch Shalai Lashma is a work. It's avoid. Because many times me and the mitzvah are going to conflict. Let's say, for example, let's say it's the opposite way. Let's say I love money and I'm a cheap guy, you know, I only want to spend money. Uh, how much uh, I enjoy it. it has to be really that I gain so much. You know, I don't part from my money so fast, right? So I might say, you know what? Let me do the mitzvah of Lulav and Esrik in the cheapest way possible, the Bidiyevid way. Yeah, I'll trust the guy in the street corner, even though I don't know that the Lulav, the Esrik is really muhudr, is really, you know, not mixed with any lemons or whatever. All of a sudden I become a guy like, you know, if you get me to buy a piece of property, I check every single thing inside and out, you know, before I spend money. 
when it comes to my mitzvahs, I look for every loophole in the book. When it comes to eating, you know, I say, ah, Mr. the guy's religious people, going to the restaurants, probably kosher, you know what I'm saying? So there's my taivas achila. There's my taivas mammon, right? So if I stop for a second, I say, no, I want to do the halacha, exact miduktak halacha. But that's creating a certain pressure, a metach. My midot and the diktuk and halacha are not stimming. So if I break myself to do the halacha and not follow my midas, so then eventually I will change and do things l'shem shemai. You got it? Again, this is a very deep point, Rabbi Sosalat is saying. We think means that if you do mitzvahs all day and all night, eventually by doing mitzvahs all day and all night, eventually you'll come to l'shma. Rabbi Sosalat says that's not true. It's not, that's not going to change you. It's an avoidum. Metoshalal is a work. Has a work. It means you have to pay attention. Sima Salev. You have to pay attention. Where is every time you have to do a mitzvah according to Diktuk Halacha? Where does that create a certain meta? Where does that create a certain friction between your midas and the mitzvah? Sometimes it's laziness. It says in the Halacha that it's best to daven chakras, let's say, Kivatikin, let's say. Okay? Maybe we could go like the Ramah, but let's go with, uh, with Shulchan Aruch. The best way to daven chakras kitikuna is to daven vatikin, right? That's diktukalacha. But I'm a lazy bum. So there is a friction between diktukalacha and my midas. So if I accept upon myself to do diktukalacha, even when it, conf- even when it creates a friction with my midot, Hagam, I'm not L'shem Shemayim yet, but the Metoch Shalom will make me that. Why? Because I'm breaking my will for the will of Hashem. Even though I want something else. So that work, that constant work, people don't pay attention. People, when we do mitzvahs, we don't pay attention. Even if we follow Allah, we don't pay attention. We just do to what it says in the book. Right? Rabbi Shalom says, no, 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 no. Pay attention. See where there's a piece of you your, your shaloy l'shmo you, where is it not really enjoying the mitzvah? Why, where, where's the pressure? And if you have that intention, you realize, aha, this in my midah is standing in the way between me and the key of my mitzvah. But I'm a kabbal to do the mitzvah according to the gidre alocha. In order that my midah should change, and ultimately I should be l'shem shemayim, then the trick will work. That's the amkis that Rabbi Sosalant is saying, right? Sometimes your your ratzon, your netiyas, your midas doesn't fit with the mitzvah. There will be a big pressure uh, conflict between you, your inner will, and God's will. And if you're going to let your ratzon go over, it's not going to be a mitzvah. Like what, for example? For example, he says, let's say, A person should go take a lulav. That's gorgeous lulav. He'll get a lot of covet for the lulav. But it's not lochev. It's not yours. 
When he says the Adam, person should do a mitzvah, and means he has to do the mitzvah as if he was lishma. Hagam is not lishma. He has to do the mitzvah as if he was lishma. What does that do for me? Doing lishma means I do all the gedarim of the mitzvah. Dikta kalocha is, is lishma. Because what's lishma? Remember we spoke at yesterday? Lishma means ka'asher tzivani Hashem. So I'm doing the mitzvah exactly, the diktuk and halacha, ka'asher tzivani Hashem. But what's the problem? If I think deep into myself, the, my midas don't really want to do it that way. Because my midas have only has motivated by money, by, by, by covet, by other things. Or I may have laziness, or I may have jealousy, or I may have my friends are going to do something and I want to hang out with my friends and I don't want to do it, right? So there's something within myself that makes a hisnagdus to the diktuk halacha, right? So if I'm able to say, you know what, I'm a kabbalah myself. Hagam, I'm not on the level yet. I'm not built lishma. But if I'm a kabbalah myself to do diktuk halacha, so then I'll get to Lishma, right? So let's say, like, let's say Shachras and Yeshiva, right? So Dikta Kaloch is to be here from Psuke de Zimra, you know? And Shaloy Dikta Kaloch is maybe to get a Baruchu or maybe afterwards, right? So if I'm a Kabbalah myself to do Dikta Kaloch, you know how many Midas are going to be coming up? There's going to be the mead of laziness that's going to come up to try to block Dikta Kaloch. There's going to be, oh, all my friends are sleeping, so why should I be the rabbi of the dorm? So that also, if for some people that's a sensitive point, so that's going, right? You're going to have tons coming back to yeshiva after off shops. You know, I should be the loser that comes back on time to learn. But the dikta kaloch is that you should do that. But it is your midas is saying not to do that. So if I say, okay, I'm not a big tzaddik, my midas are not worked out yet. But if I accept upon myself to do dikta kaloch, and then I realize that friction between dikta kaloch and my midas, and I'm a kabul, to do the Ratz and Hashem even against my Midas, that's going to actually fix my Midas. So Rabbi Shosalant is teaching us a deep thing. You know how you fix Midot? You know how you fix Midot? You don't just take out a safer and learn about Midas. The way you fix Midas is, you medaktik bahalochas connected your bad Midas. And if you pay attention to how the diktik halochas is a friction to your Midas, and you're willing to break your Midas for the diktik halochas, that's how you change. That's Rabbi Shosalant. Okay, we have to stop here.